Well, I came me the fortune and welcome. And uh, my name is Paul Perdue, and this is Talking Antiques. And my executive producer is Leslie Godbold. How are you, Leslie? I am wonderful. How are you, Paul? I'm doing okay. Are you enjoying this beautiful weather? Definitely. Definitely. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I know uh, it's hot out there, but it's beautiful. Well, coming from a cold climate in Ireland, I, I, ah. I always promised myself I would, even if I was sweating and couldn't bear the heat i would never complain about it so i'm trying my best not to complain about all it. right no complaining now well considering that it was 95 at my house yesterday i think that was a little bit on the high side but then <laughs> my brother was really mad with me today because uh, we skyped he's in england and he was really mad that it wasn't as hot there as it was here because he was he was saying that he wanted it hotter there so i got a, I got a little bit of a fun with him you know mm-hmm. so before we start i would just like to welcome all the listeners from 540 wrgc in silva serving the western region and uh, v radio 1490 serving hickory to morganton and of course 1350 wzgm in the greater Asheville area you can also go to my facebook page called talking antiques you can also hear the show on itunes and I have some podcasts as well on the Facebook page. And I like to thank all the people that have liked my page over the last uh, couple of weeks. I've, uh, it, it's building very slowly and getting, getting up there. So thank you all for that. And just before we start, I'd like to just uh, thank uh, Village Antiques, who are the sponsors of my show. And if, you know, if you're on holidays in, in Buncombe County and you're down in the historical village of uh, Biltmore Village, why don't you go and look for Village Antiques and go in and talk to David and Terry and uh, tell them that you heard about them on the radio because Terry said he'd love to hear from somebody that heard the show on the radio. And they will look after you, whether it's on furniture or paintings or silver, gold, uh, pottery, you name it, they will go out of their way to help you. And uh, two fairly good, decent blokes to deal with. And just tell them the Irishman sent you, and that should, uh, that should put a little bit of a sparkle in them. Now, on the last show that I did, uh, we were talking about auctions, and um, it was a short show, and I suppose I only got about... Uh, you know, a quarter of what I really wanted to say about auctions. But we'll go back to that show and that topic again sometime further down the line. Today I want to sort of a slight little bit of a departure away from it. What I want to really talk about today is caring for your antique. So, you know, you've gone to the auction, you've gone to the flea market, you've gone to the antique shop, whatever and you bought your prized piece of furniture, or you bought your prized piece of silver, your pottery, your jewellery, your whatever you bought, your figurines, whatever. And so what I want to talk about today is caring for your valuables, caring for what you really like. And so I suppose the first thing we'd, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about, the first one would be silver. You know, everybody or most everybody that I know has some form of silver. And um, people are always asking me, how do you keep silver clean? Now, I have 
I have my own methods of doing it. But normally, the, you know, what I would do, okay, I buy some silver, I buy some silver goblets or knives and forks, flatware, whatever. The, the very first thing I would do is uh, I'd take it home and I'd, I'd fill up the, the sink with um, well, hand hot water and I'd put in washing powder or washing up liquid a little bit. Well, we used to call it in Ireland, we used to call it the uh, fairy washing up liquid. It was favorite for cleaning stuff. And get it, get it nice and sudsy and put your silver in there and wash it off. Wash everything off it and um, all the dirt, grime, dust, whatever that gets stuck in the handles. Now, if the handles are either bone or um, pearl acetate or something like that, you, you, you need to be a little bit careful when you're, when you're soaking them in. Don't leave it in too long. So when you take your silver out, you know, basically... What you would like to have, if you have a silver cleaner, like a cream silver cleaner, not the abrasive ones like um, the ones that are really abrasive, take the tarnish off. But if you had the little bit of one of the silver cream that you can put onto a cloth and rub it onto your piece. And if you had, a, you know, an old toothbrush that was fairly soft, a fairly soft old toothbrush and start cleaning all the tarnish off it. And then, you know, when you get it all clean, just dip it back into the water and and uh, get the rest of it off. And then put it onto a an old towel or cotton cloth or something that you have beside you. And basically, you know, rinse it off and and uh, let it dry. Let it dry gently off, gently. But definitely make sure that you dry it because if you let it just dry naturally, the water will tend to stain the silver. So the... The whole idea is just to first get the dirt off it, then get your uh, silver uh, cream, rub it into it, do it in really fairly well. The, t the toothbrush is great for if you have something that has legs on it, like that has uh, ornaments on it that applied uh, gilt and applied uh, silver where it's, you know, it has feet and ornaments and heads or whatever. You need to get in around that, get all the the silver shining up not too much and then what you could do after that you could dry it fairly well and uh, with a really good cloth you can buff it up and then maybe once a week just take it out and give it a little bit of a clean with your with your um, silver cleaner just very gently and every three or four weeks just keep the tarnish off it so that's what I would do with my silver. So basically, you know what, you, you have some idea what to do with your silver. The, the next one I would be talked about is antique glass. You know, and people, if you don't know, most glass is made of a mixture of sands or uh, soda or potash, uh, lime and a, and a little bit of waste glass. They always throw in, you know, broken glass or stuff into it to make it up. And, but I would go down the same route with the with the the glass. I would have hand hot water, lukewarm, a little bit more, a little bit hotter than lukewarm, and I would take the piece one by one, very gently. Now it's always very important: never put either silver, never put uh, antique glass, anything into your dishwasher because it's going to score it, mark it, and destroy it, and you are going to end up in trouble. 
your piece is going to be destroyed. You also, if you do it uh, with your silver, that electro plate, it'll take the electro plate off, it'll take the silver off the plate, and you'll be left with a piece that looks terrible, and you know, you will just be putting it into the bin. The same with the glass. If you have glass that has enamel on it or paint on it or whatever it is, you need to wash it very, very gently with lots of suds and uh, washing up liquid. And I do it that way. And I put it into the water and I rinse it. I have a nice soft brush and I clean it and I rinse the water out of it. And then I stand it up on, onto a cloth and let it dry just ever so gently. And you, that does t one of two things. It takes all the dirt and grime and dirt off it. And it also uh, sparkles the glass up. Now you can, if you want to, in some cases, use a little bit of Windex uh, on your glass if the glass is plain and doesn't have any any uh, any sort of uh, enameling or markings or anything like that, you could probably use a little bit of Windex on it, and it would probably uh, do the, do a job as good as whatever. Okay, well we're getting up to the the end of the first half of the show, and you are listening to us on the five forty WRGC in Silva. And the Western Region and V Radio fourteen ninety serving Hickory to Morganton and of course thirteen fifty WZGM in the Greater Asheville area, and I look forward to uh, having you join us on the second half of the show. Welcome back to the second part of the show. And of course, if you uh, listen there, you can hear some Irish music. And of course, Leslie, my producer, I don't know, she was playing classical music in the beginning. Why were you doing that, Leslie? Uh, I was told to. Oh, well, you told to. Oh, okay. Did, <laughs> I, did, did, did I tell you to? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you did not. <laughs> you know, Ashley, the person in charge of me here at work, oh, told me to. Oh, okay, fair enough. You know, I do like my Irish music, but there again, a little bit of classical music always brightens the day up as well. So, on the first half of the show, we did talk a little bit about uh, cleaning your silver and a little bit about cleaning antique glass, which is very important. Glass, is, particularly old glass, is very, very fragile. And you have to be careful with it. Uh, another uh, another object that people collect is, is jewellery. And jewellery can be done mostly nearly the same way as the silver and uh, as the, the glass. And it can be cleaned. But you have to be very, very careful with it too. Because rhinestones and stuff like that can, you know, the, the mountains can get, get loose if you leave it too damp. And, of course, you, you know, if you're using... Uh, chemicals or anything any of the cleaner route you'd want to make sure that it doesn't contain alcohol acid or ammonia when you're cleaning the jewelry but i use windex i normally what if i have jewelry that uh, has diamonds or stuff in it and they're just surmounted pretty well i have a little first i have a little bowl of uh, pure washing up liquid and i drop it into it and i let it just soak into it a bit then i wash it out and then i 
drop it into Windex, and Windex seems to get the, the last of the the muck and dirt and residue off it. So it it's very important that when you're cleaning, you know, that you don't use anything that will catch your diamonds or or your rubies or your sapphires and, and, and you'd find a stone flying across the room and you can never find it. Just very, you know, and of course the soft toothbrush is very, very helpful as well. If you are very gentle in doing it, you can you can uh, basically clean up all your own jewellery. Q-tips are quite useful and they can be quite helpful as well. And, um, you know, after you do a little bit of care and tension both on your silver and your glassware and your jewellery, it'll be there and be looked after and you can pass it down to your descendants and so forth and whatever. Now I just want to talk about one that's probably more closer to me than uh, than most of that, even though I've I've done all the other things that I've talked about, and which is antique furniture and antique clocks and stuff like that. And you know, you go to the auction room, you buy a piece of furniture, and you know, you bring it home, or you go to a, a flea market and you buy the piece, and you get it home, you drag it home, or whatever. And you're you're looking at it and say, I'm not going to put this piece into my house. It's you know it's filthy and it needs to be cleaned. So what's the first thing you do? Well, I basically I take all if it's a piece if it's a chest of drawers I take all the drawers out, and I would uh, wash down, not with washing up liquid, but more likely with washing powder. You know you can I I don't know if you can still get it, but I used to get the detergent powder and mix it in with the water and it has a little bit of grit in it and it you can get it right in and take all the dirt all the wax all the everything that has built up on that piece of furniture over the years now what you need as well as that you need to have a hair dryer when you wipe it down when you scrub it well don't let it get over wet but then have plenty of old cloths that you can wipe it down and then when you have it just generally wiped down your uh, chest of drawers, we take it and, and the drawer fronts and whatever. What you do then is you get a hair dryer and you run over it until it sort of dries, gets all the moisture uh, up and, and dries it out. Then what I would do is there's two ways about going about it, depending on the finish. If, if it's a lacquered finish or a varnish finish or even a French polish finish, I would normally, my my... Uh, way I would do it is that I would use 4-0 grade steel wool and uh, beeswax or uh, floor wax or one of them waxes and I would gently go along the grain, not against the grain but go along the grain and I would get a nice fine level of polish or wax polish deep into the deep into the piece of furniture and this is where you need a little bit of elbow grease so I would get a good uh, old uh, cloth cotton cloth or something like that and after a few minutes I would start buffing it off but I wouldn't I wouldn't do the whole piece uh, in I'd like I wouldn't cover the whole piece in wax and then try and do it off I would take say if I do the top first and then I do the drawers and then I do one side do the other side then I do the feet whatever whatever way I would be doing it I would be doing it that way and then I would burnish it up fairly well and then I, I, I would let it settle for an hour and then I would go back to it 
and I would burnish it up again. And it'll bring up if the finish is if you know if the finish on the piece of furniture is anyway reasonable, and it's not totally uh, lifted off or whatever, then the wax will help build it up and bring it right back up again. And it'll also protect it from loss of moisture, uh, from getting in too much moisture. A lot of people seem to think that if they oil the furniture, like if they put uh, tongue oil or stuff like that, it'll prevent the furniture from uh, drying out. Actually, uh, what will prevent the furniture, what, what causes furniture to dry out is being in air conditioning or in heat where the dry air, where all the moisture is taken out of the air. So it's all taken out of the furniture and then you end up with it shrinking or splitting or whatever. So the the thing is that the wax will help keep whatever moisture is in the wood in there and also allow it to breathe again as well. Now, a lot of people would use, you know, polish, uh, spray on polish under the furniture. And that's okay for modern furniture. But if you're dealing with, we say, an old table or if you're dealing with a chest of drawers or chairs or anything that has value that you that you went and you spent money on and that's going to be uh, valuable to you and you're going to pass down you don't use anything with silicon in it like uh, furniture polishes or that because what that'll do it'll get under the either the french polish or the lacquer or whatever and it'll begin to lift it up it gets under and then when you try to repair that because the silicon is in the the grain of the wood it it the new finish will never sit down properly on it and won't won't adhere to it. So it's very, very uh, important that when you do your furniture, waxing is probably the best uh, thing to do. It is it's reasonably priced. It takes a little bit of elbow grease, but it ends up being the cheaper thing. Same way if you do clocks. If you take your clock and it, it, it looks rather tired of that, steel wallet, wax, with wax on it, buff it off, will bring up your your wooden clock up quite well and if you learn how to do it right you can figure out where you need to put the the aisle on it to keep the clock going a lot of people don't understand that if a pendulum if your clock is going too slow you move your pendulum up if it's going too fast you move your pendulum down a fraction some people sort of wonder why the pendulum is there in the first place and i've had that asked of me why is the pendulum swinging and I'd say, well, that's to keep the clock going, allow it to go tick-tock, tick-tock. And another thing uh, people seem to uh, be always worried about is how do you protect gilt over mantle mirrors or mirrors that are gilded? You s- sort of do the same, You more or less that you gently clean it with a, with a special cream or something, but you just gently buff it up. You don't use the wax on that because you will take the gold off uh, or the gilt off it, and then you'll be left with uh, really, really bad finishing. And uh, so we seem to be coming near to the end of the show, so I would just like to uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you are listening to us on 540WRGC in the Silver Regions. And serving the Silver Western Region and B Radio 1497 Hickory to Morganton and of course 1350 WZGM in the Greater Asheville area and uh, always remember no matter what you collect no matter how long you collected always enjoy the journey Slong.